Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Florida State of Recruiting podcast. We are the three stars. And we are excited to be joining you for the third time in less than a week to talk about Florida State recruiting. Uh, most times this is can be a little bit of a dead period, but Florida State has stayed hot on the trail, uh, had several people visiting over the last few months. And so we're going to take a few minutes and talk a little more on recruiting that we haven't done in the last two. But before we do that, Let's see how everybody's doing. I'm joined by Josh Pick, straight out of the lovely Carolina area, uh, looking as dapper as always. Josh, how are you, buddy? Doing well, Timbo. You uh, Are you road tripping right now or are you home? I'm home for a day and then back on the road. It's a, it's a luxurious life you live, Josh. Some, some might say that. <laughs> Also joining us is the one and only the doctor, David Stout. How are you, Dave? I'm doing well, guys. Very excited to talk about the upcoming recruiting stuff that we've got going on. Good times ahead. <laughs> yeah, definitely excited. Uh, for those of you that are just joining us, let me uh, encourage you to go back uh, on Tomahawk Nation on our front page. Uh, for the last uh, few days, we've been talking recruiting. Uh, pod number one, we talked about the recent Florida State commits, uh, headlined by five-star uh, Landon Thomas, and excited what's going on there. Uh, and then our last podcast, which came out, uh, it should be about two days ago at this point, uh, we, we actually stepped away from traditional high school recruiting and talked about the, trans, the transfer portal and um, <clears throat> where we could see some impact. And um, we're already starting to see some more rumbling since that one dropped. And so what we're doing today, just to kind of put a nice little bow on it, is uh, we want to talk about what's potentially next for Florida State. Um, what other names could we expect to see? Uh, and, and instead of going just listing it position by position, um, you know, uh, and throwing out several names, we tried to, to we wanted to really just focus in on five to six names today. Uh, so this is what's next. Give me five names that we could see commit to Florida state here soon or, or over this season. And so we're going to kind of go back and forth between Josh and David and get their thoughts at each of these. So uh, Josh, I'm going to start with you. If I asked you for one name uh, that you could see either as next for Florida state, or you think they have a good shot at realistically for tribe 24, who's the first name you're going to go with? I'm going to go with Jason Zandamella. Uh, offensive lineman from Clearwater International down in Clearwater, Florida, interior offensive lineman, uh, former rugby player um, from Mozambique. Yeah. 
um, teammates with Lucas Simmons, who's now at Florida State, and yeah. uh, kid that just loves Florida State, loves Alex Atkins, and the staff's just done a great job there. And one thing to keep in mind here, this kid is visiting June 23rd. You're going to hear that repeatedly tonight. I think Florida State has kind of hammered that away as a big weekend for guys they expect to commit to Florida State. Yeah, this is a kid, um, 81.5% or 81.5-inch wingspan. That's just insane. Um, like, I just feel like that he could wrap his arms completely around me like twice if he wanted to. Uh, so that that's just a massive guy. Uh, David, I, I'm not really necessarily looking for quotes or anything like that, but what is it about Zandamela that gives you and Josh confidence uh, that he's going to potentially land at Florida State, and, and why do they have a realistic shot with him? Well, I'm glad that Josh started with this name because I knew it would make you happy, Tim. This is this <laughs> is Tim's Tim's guy, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tim. This is your bandwagon guy, right? Yeah, yeah. If if I ever uh, figure out how to edit my uh, my signature line on the website, I'll I'll start putting my bandwagon people. But until <laughs> then, I'll just put it in, in these podcasts. Conducting the hype train. Well, if you figure it out, tell me because I'm, I'm <laughs> stupid. I can't figure it out either. But uh, yeah, Zandamella, what excites us so much about Zandamella is he he could play anywhere along the interior offensive line, but it looks like his best uh, and highest ceiling is going to be at the center position. And he's got an ideal build for a center. He's got high football intelligence already which is crazy because he's still very young in terms of his, you know, football experience. But um, FSU has done a really good job with that, that whole school really, because you're, you know, you're talking about landing a huge prospect in Lucas Simmons last year. And what's unique about this school. And I think it is it Clearwater Catholic. Is that, am I saying it right? It's Clearwater Academy International. Oh, okay. Clearwater Academy International. That's right. CAI. Um, the unique thing about this school is just like its name suggests, there are a lot of international prospects there. And so it, that's a different recruiting strategy you have to take. It's not like, tri- you know, recruiting traditional American students who have grown up in the country, because a lot of times these kids are coming internationally and they've only been here for a year or two. They're new to the culture as well as the sport. And so you really have to kind of change up your strategy. And they did such a great job with Simmons in the last class you can see that it really reverberated through that school and it really helped with the coaching staff there and some of the younger prospects. So, um, you know, I'm with Josh on this. I think there's an excellent chance that we're going to see Zandamella lining up alongside his former high school teammate Simmons. Um, And that's a great thing for FSU because both of these guys are coming into FSU raw, but boy, with some with a couple years and a strength and conditioning program and some good technique being taught, they're going to both be multi-year starters. Yeah, and, and the thing that you'll probably hear us talk about a couple times on this podcast is uh, it's, it's all about Alex Atkins when it really comes to these offensive linemen. Yes, uh, Mike Norvell is playing a huge role there, um, but Alex Atkins is just a superstar. Um, and what he's done to off to the Florida State offensive line, if you really want to point to where the turning point to this team is, you know, you could talk about, um, you could talk about what what Jordan Travis has done on offense, and you can talk about how how huge it was that Johnny Wilson showed up, and how Trey Benson was a difference maker in the backfield. But really, the offensive line is the reason that this team has really started this huge upward projection and 
Um, as you'll see, as we talk about these five names, offensive line remains important. Um, so Jason Dandamello, the first name we mentioned here, uh, a guy that we, we, we all like, and I would love to see him uh, at the center position for Florida State here in the future. So David, number two, going to go with you. Uh, Josh gave us Zandamella. Who do you want to go for uh, number two here? Well, we can keep the theme going uh, with offensive line here. And so I'm going to say actually a newer name that, that FSU fans should be aware of. And I hope I'm saying this right, but it's uh, Manasseh ITT, I think is how you say it. Um, he is a four-star offensive lineman. He actually plays a little bit of defensive line as well. But um, again, very, very similar situation to the two guys we just talked about in Simmons and Zandamella, um, where he grew up playing soccer in uh, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And so he just came over to the United States recently, and he's in California right now. Um, and again, very, very raw, very, um, I mean, he actually came over to the United States to play basketball, uh, and he's, he does play basketball for his high school, but very, very raw, but still immediately took to football, um, and has really shown an incredible upside, you know, on the football field. And you're talking about a guy who's six foot five, about 285, 290 ish kind of hovering in between there. Um, again, another massive wingspan. I want to say it might be like 84 inches, something like that. Seven foot one inch wingspan, uh, which is insane. But um, another guy who, again, is is a raw prospect, but you're looking at a kid who, in the right strength and conditioning program, working hard, could be a multi-year starter. Um, and what's cool about him is his athleticism really, really shows. And, and again, when you look at his tape, you can tell he's raw, um, doesn't have a ton of you know, skill yet, but the footwork is there. The body control is there. You can see the athleticism. Um, his feet just kind of glide at times. It looks like he's, you know, just, just controlling the guy in front of him, even though he doesn't have the technique down yet. Um, and so that's really, really good to see. You see a guy like this and you're like, man, all the tools are there. And with a few years, again, in a strength and conditioning program and with some good coaching, this guy could potentially have an NFL future. And so, um, again, newer name. He just recently visited FSU. Um, he visited, I believe, la was it last weekend? Yeah, last A weekend. A April, 14th. April 14th, right? Yeah. April 14th. And, and again, as Josh mentioned, uh, definitely circle the date of June 23rd because FSU is going to have a massive recruiting event. Um, it's going to probably feel like a couple summers ago when they landed, what, six or eight kids and seemed like every one of them was an offensive lineman. Um, that could very well repeat itself this summer uh, towards the end of June here. But again, a very exciting development. And this is one that, yes, Alex Atkins, crucially important in this recruitment. But yet again, here we go. Another California kid and Derek Ray, uh, D-Ray as we like to call him, is putting in some serious work on this. And another big shout out to um, Gabe Fertitta, in, uh, one of the assistant offensive line coaches, as well as our boy Blake Nicholson, who is, who's getting close with ITT as well. And so um, FSU has a lot going in its favor right now. Uh, he does have a lot of West Coast schools that are on him. Miami wants him. But I think that FSU has developed a very, very good relationship from multiple aspects. And I think they're going to be able to win this recruitment. Yeah, I just want to echo what David said. Like, big shout out to D-Ray. If Forest State lands, big mana. It's all about D-Ray. 
Obviously, Atkins does a great job, but uh, you guys have got to watch. Just go watch his basketball film. I mean, like the dude's footwork and athletic. He's just like a gentle giant out on the floor. So go check this dude out. And uh, this is a kid that uh, just just had a birthday, right, Josh? Yep. And Florida State obviously was all over it. Sent him a huge birthday video, whatever. And he's like, shout out D-Ray, shout out Alex Atkins. So uh, the staff's all over it. And let's put in our crystal ball for Big Mana. <laughs> uh in, in credit to 247's ranking the composite ranking has him way down like in the low 300s uh 247 has him as a top 125 type kid already um so uh i just think that this kid has potential to really blow up and uh, now josh I, i'm gonna go find his basketball highlights because i, I want to see this guy in action because yeah i mean the, the floor might be a little human. lower just because he's raw but that ceiling is just through the roof i mean the kid the very similar to like a Lucas Simmons or a Zandamella. Yeah. And uh, you, you, you see it. I think he's, I think he's listed as an offensive tackle. Uh, Josh, do you think that's where he ends up or is he another one of those swing type uh, offensive linemen? I mean, he could play guard to be nasty, but I do. I think his future is a tackle. He's just got great footwork and his length is just really, really impressive. All right. All right, so we went Josh Davis. So, Josh, back to you. Uh, let's go with the third player we want to talk about today. I mean, do we want to stay on the offensive line? Because Florida State is looking very, very good for Jonathan Daniels out of uh, Pine Forest High School in Pensacola. Uh, Alex Atkins has done an amazing job there. Kind of, He's kind of all over the board on the recruiting uh, different services. Like on three, has him as a five-star. 247 has him as a three-star. I'd say on three, too high. 247, too low. Composite has him right, right around 100th nationally. I'd say that's probably a good spot for him. Um, but Florida State's done a great job. Uh, continues to get him on campus. And all the all the big SEC schools want him, Georgia and LSU. And they've got a shot. But this is all Alex Atkins. And, and uh, one of those swing kids we talked about, we compared him in the past to Darius Washington, who's currently playing for Florida State, kind of. Guard-ish, tackle-ish, but uh, a very nice prospect, and I think Florida State done a great job in leads currently. I, I think I think two four sevens ranking is a little bit low, but I also think they're ranking him as a tackle, where he's probably more of a guard. And if you looked at him as a guard, that that ranking uh, definitely changes uh, when you look at him at that light. So, uh, David, your thoughts real quick on on Jonathan Daniels. Yeah, and I, I'm with you, Tim. I, I think that if he does play tackle at the next level, it's going to have to be right tackle. Um, I think he's one that will definitely get cross-trained along the interior as well. And I, I kind of like his fit a little bit better at guard. Um, and you just imagine, can you imagine just decide with Lucas Simmons, and then you go inside and you've got Zandamella. You've got, <laughs> he just, oh, my God, I'm salivating over this. But, uh, yeah, Daniel's really good player. Um, definitely wanted by a lot of the bigger programs in the Southeast. But again, FSU has really done a great job solidifying that relationship early. Um, so I think they'll be able to land him. Now, he is not currently scheduled for an official visit to my knowledge just yet, uh, but it would not surprise me whatsoever if they try to get him in on that June 23rd weekend to try to get him bonding with guys like Zandamella and ITT and, of course, all the current players who are going to be there too. I, uh, I, I've got sidetracked looking at uh, ITT highlights. I'm watching on his Twitter right now where he's uh, uh, kicking 45-yard field goals. 
<laughs> oh yeah, the soccer background, man. I'm telling you, yeah, it's, he's clutch, dude. I, this is a guy who I think he's going to shoot up the rankings. Yeah, uh, I watched him dunk in one highlight, and then the very next one, he's he's doing like the straight toe, 45 yard uh, field goal kick. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I right. give him. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's try him out at FSU. We need one. <laughs> uh, so let me just say real quick: if you get an offensive line class. Uh, Jonathan Daniels, Jason Zandanella, and uh, ITT. Like, you're done, right? You don't really need anybody else on the offensive line for the class. Uh, I, and I don't really know. I guess at that point, maybe if you really wanted to go really big game hunting for like a true elite offensive tackle. But uh, I, I think at that point, if you only landed those three, that's that's still a, a grade A offensive line class, Josh. Yeah, I mean, I think if you get those three, you could very easily be done. But I think Florida State will. They they really like Ethan Callaway out of the Charlotte area, and they really like Jordan Seaton, who visited recently and then just transferred to IMG. So those are a couple of names to kind of keep an eye on there. Awesome, man. I'm, I I gotta I gotta send you this one uh, basketball highlight because a, a man that large just shouldn't be able to to move athletically like that. I mean, it's not like oh my gosh, amazing, but the fact that he's he's uh. He just looks very smooth, and he glides, as as uh, David said. All right. Uh, Tim's drinking the Kool-Aid. Love drinking it. drinking the Kool-Aid. All right, so, David, uh, let's, let's go with player number four here. All right, well, I'm going to save Josh's uh, hype train guy for him. We'll, we'll finish with a bang on number five. But uh, number four, we're sticking with the linemen, but this time we're going on the opposite side of things, uh, and that is FSU's one of, if not their top, uh, defensive line prospect for this class. And that's Dylan Stevenson. And uh, Dylan Stevenson right now plays for Columbus uh, down in Miami, Florida. So you're talking about another uh, South Florida edge rusher right now. Um, and he could, you know, I, he could very well fulfill an edge role. He could, if he's able to add the weight, uh, maybe become more of a traditional defensive end. But I like him more as an edge guy right now. Um, currently six foot four, you know, kind of hovering in between 215, 220. Um, has a pretty good build. I don't know how much weight he's going to be able to put on. I don't know that he's a guy that you can, you know, necessarily get up to 250. But even if you could get him up to 235, 240, I think you're cooking with gas. Um, devastating first step quickness, great first step. Another guy with an enormous wingspan. Um, he started getting, um, run for his varsity uh, career back in eighth grade. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, in South Florida, that's hard to do. Uh, to crack into the high school varsity, you know, lineup it, as an eighth grader is is something, but that's a testament to his size and his skill. And so, um, again, a kid that, that has been on campus a couple times has really gotten a very strong bond with the class, um, has over 20 offers, again, from a who's who of teams, Florida, Georgia, you name it. Um, and Papuchas has done an excellent job on this. And, hey, here we are yet again going to be visiting on June 23rd. So, again, you know, those 4th of July fireworks are always fun. But, boy, we may have some couple weeks beforehand on that June 23rd weekend. Um, but, again, a composite four-star, 24-7 uh, has him ranked fairly low. They've got him as a high three-star. I'd put him as a low four um, in the composite right now, he's just outside of the top 150. And I think that's probably fair. He's definitely a top 200 player. Um, but, in a, you know, another guy that, that could really kind of 
see himself developing as a Jared Verse, as a Patrick Payton, uh, those kinds of players. And he also looks up to Jared Verse already. And so he's, it's kind of, uh, it was cool. He talked a lot about Verse uh, in different interviews. And so that might be kind of his man crush if he comes to Tallahassee. He's going to be kind of attached to Jared Verse's hip, I would assume, as much as he can be, um, even if Verse goes pro. So uh, Stevenson is another guy to look out for. Um, Again, it's always really good to get the linemen from South Florida uh, because you know they're coming up with speed and they got that attitude about them. Yeah, just a quiet kid, doesn't really love the recruiting game, but kind of the type of kid that you see Norvell and that staff really gravitate towards and the type of kids that gravitate towards the staff as well because the staff's going to just, they're going to push you every single day and this is the kind of kid you want and be nice to get another South Florida kid in Tallahassee. All right, uh, we're at we're at number five here. So we got three offensive linemen. We've got one defensive lineman. Uh, Josh, who are we going for for the last player in our top five uh, realistic targets for Florida State? It's amazing to say this, but he's a very realistic target, and that's five-star cornerback Charles Lester from Riverview High School, Sarasota, Florida. Um, we've been asking for like class after class. After, we need to get a lockdown corner, and this kid is that locked down corner real deal um play seven on seven with recent florida state wide receiver commitment Wayne mccoy also plays on that team with jojo trader not saying anything's gonna happen there but um charles lester i think obviously very 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 stiff competition when you're talking about ohio state alabama and georgia but i think as of now florida state leads for lester and and a big shout out to kids like Luke Kay, you're just doing a really good job recruiting. Like, hey, stay on top of him. Luke Kay, Cam Davis, all those kids doing a very good job. Hey, they've locked it down with Florida State, and now they're putting on their recruiting hat. Yeah, I'll tell you, as far as Lester goes, I mean, I'm trying to think back in my memory. He would be the best pure cornerback that FSU has signed. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go back. You know, they've got – You've got Duke Cooper in 2021. I think he's further along than Duke was. Um, I mean, definitely further along than anybody they signed in 2020. So, I mean, you're talking about probably the best pure cornerback commitment they would have landed at least in five or six years uh, yeah. is how good Lester is. Do we, do we count and, Jalen Ramsey as a corner? Jalen Ramsey? I, that You know, that's what I'm trying to think of. I'm like Ron, Ronald Darby. You know, them as safety for a little while yeah um you know i think yeah i think you're talking but you're i think you're on the right track josh i mean you know you're talking guys like jalen ramsey ronald darby like this this is the kind of player that lester is he's the kind of guy who you're not going to keep him off the field in his first year he's that good i'm not saying he's going to start but he's gonna he's gonna steal some reps from some older guys and uh yeah if he if lester decides today he's he's in garnet and gold and this would be one that you know, I, I don't know how long Lester plans to let his recruitment go on. Um, you know, he's thrown out a couple different quotes about wanting to shut it down soon or whatever. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I know that he's going to take some visits in the month of June. But um, he may take it into the season. But this is one that I would love to see Florida State be able to lock down because, yet again, it's another five-star prospect. This time it's on defense. And again, it's a guy who's very outspoken, very confident in his abilities, um, just a total stud. So, yeah, very, very excited about how well FSU has done. 
Um, he's made a quick relationship with Patrick Sertan. And, uh, of course, Adam Fuller is actually doing a very good job as well with, with Lester. So very exciting on that front. I was, uh, you made me dive down the recruiting rankings, uh, better than, better than Asante Samuel Jr. But I feel like Asante is probably the best lockdown corner we've had in the last five classes. Something like yeah, that. I just, I just, I just think Lester's ceiling's higher because of his length. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, you know, if Asante was four inches taller, I think he would have been pretty elite, but the thing about Lester is he is four inches taller. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, he's got that, <laughs> he's got that on him. Um, but uh, man, that also was depressing going down that recruiting. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Cycle Oof. there. All right, so um, real quick, rapid fire, David. Give me one or two names, kind of an honorable mention that you wanted to call out, but we won't go way into depth on those guys. Oh yeah, sure. And we, you know, we just want to do the top five, and and I will. I'll go ahead and put it on record. I think FSU goes five for five among the guys we just listed. Um, every one of them should finish up as a blue chip prospect. Uh, but there are some other ones as well that we're definitely keeping our eye on. Um, so I'll throw out a couple names. Uh, the first is Jamari Howard, who's a blue chip cornerback, uh, in-state Florida prospect. He's currently committed to Michigan State. But that boy just keeps finding his way to Tallahassee and on campus. And so I think he um, is another cornerback prospect that they're really, really interested to try to pair with with Lester. And then a local kid, uh, Mr. Danzy, Makai Danzy, uh, who we've learned FSU likes as a running back. Um, again, keep showing up to campus. It's a very quick trip for him. And so it's clear that FSU really likes him a lot as well. Um, and so I think Danzy is another one who could very easily find his way into the class. And then the last name I'll throw out there is uh, Kylan Fox, who is another tight end, a blue chip tight end. And uh, coolest thing about Kylan Fox is his top recruiter right now is Landon Thomas, a recent Seminole from Georgia Bulldog. And, and um, Landon is trying to recruit Kylan to come and form what would be, in my opinion, I don't see how you could beat that one-two punch at tight end uh, from prep prospects in terms of this cycle. So, again, my three names, Jamari Howard, um, you've got Kylan Fox, and then you've got Makai Danzi. Josh, what are some names that you think? Uh, the top one for me is wide receiver James Madison, um, kid from St. Thomas Aquinas, Fort Lauderdale. Florida State's had some success. St. Thomas Aquinas, I don't see any reason to stop that. Um, a kid that's 6'3", 190 pounds, just inside the top 300 on the composite nationally. I think Florida State leads. Surprise, surprise, he visits June 23rd. It's almost like we're seeing a theme there for a reason. And get this, his wingspan is almost 6'8". Like, oh, wow. Like, that's insane. So, I, I I think he's right there on the top. You know, he's probably maybe just on the outside of those five names we listed at the beginning and and a kid that I expect, as of now, Florida State to land. Uh, great list of, of names here. And, and, David, something you pointed out pre-show, outside of ITT, uh, what's the one thing all of these guys have in common from a locale uh, perspective? They are either in-state prospects or they are from the great state of Georgia. Again, cannot hammer this enough, y'all. FSU is crushing it as far as in-state Florida prospects and Georgia prospects from high school, which is exactly the strategy they should be implementing. Um, you know, should they go five for five on the names we just listed, uh, ITT would be the, fir the very first uh, non-Florida or Georgia high school prospect. <clears throat> 
And uh, technically, he is from California, but really, he's he, you know he's from the Democratic Republic of Congo. So, with that, I mean, it's incredible the focus they've been doing, and the the staff has just been crushing it in state and in Georgia. Definitely uh, something I think a lot of us have been hoping that they would do uh, narrow their focus and a, a definite uh, focus for the recruits uh, or for the recruiting staff, uh, Josh. Anything else to kind of put a bow on this podcast? Obviously, uh, third one in, in one week, so we've covered a lot. Uh, any final words or, or thoughts of just about the direction that this class is going? Well, I mean, I just keep thinking, like, you land five or six or, you know, some of the names we we, we uh, outlined tonight, and all of a sudden you're talking a legitimate top five class for Florida State. And like, then all of a sudden you start to stack some of these classes together, and you think, oh, especially with the way that – Florida State, Mike Norvell recruit the transfer portal. All of a sudden, you're talking about legitimately competing for championships every year, and not just ACC championships. And so, like, that's an exciting thing. And 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 one name that I hope that kind of you start to see on on campus again for Florida State is LJ McCray from Daytona Beach, defensive lineman that I know all three of us love, and just seems like maybe a Florida Florida State battle at this point. And oh, we love that kid. So hopefully, LJ McCray is a, a name that we're talking about before too long as well yeah I, I think uh if you would have asked us what a month or two ago he was somebody we we would have potentially had in this top five list of realistic targets but uh it's been a little quieter on that front but i think uh maybe their top defensive uh interior defensive line prospect uh well guys we got to run um we got to uh, end this Zoom meeting. I got to go back upstairs and finish eating dinner, hanging out with the fam. Josh has got to pack for wherever exotic location he's headed to next for work. And uh, David's got to go take care of Sadie. Uh, she's such a Yeah, sorry if you kid. heard her barking and chuffing earlier. I, I just told her about the Aaron Rodgers trade, and she feels a certain way. <laughs> uh, I know that there's some certain members of our site that are uh, contributors uh, and, and and write particularly one of our uh, Noel news every day or every other day that's that's got a lot to say about Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. So uh, interesting day out there in the sports market. But hey, if you're interested in Florida State recruiting, we've got it covered on Tomahawk Nation. You can check us out in our official recruiting thread where David and Josh are plugged in. As always, uh, it's unbelievable how fast they get all the information out there uh, from social media and what's going on. So. Uh, we want to bring that to you. And as always, let us know your questions. I know David picked up some good questions in our most recent release, and we're going to hopefully cover those in an upcoming podcast. But uh, guys, did I miss anything? Anything else you want to say? Everything, Noel. Subscribe. Rate us five stars, please. We're just trying yeah. to move up that algorithm and get, and get more lessons, please. Yeah, wherever you check out podcasts, give us a, a, a subscribe, a like, a follow. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, tell them just how amazing uh, it is to listen to Josh every every time he's on here. Ah. <laughs> well, for David Stout, for Josh Pig, this has been the Florida State of Recruiting Podcast. We are the three stars, and we'll catch you on Tomahawk Nation. Let's keep climbing.